Hi guys, my name is Alvin. And I'm Lexi. Welcome to another episode of Bible Talk, where questions in life will be answered by God through the Bible. Because our goal is to help you discover the goodness of the Lord, one question at a time. Hi guys, we are so blessed to have you join us this morning. And the focus of today's discussion is about relationships, particularly determining if the person is indeed the one. So Alvin, how do I exactly know what's God's best for me? Hmm, that's a tough one. Even though I don't have a clear-cut answer to your question, the Bible gives us certain pointers on what to look for in a potential spouse. But before we delve into those biblical recommendations, let us first establish one truth that we can all agree, and that is, marriage is not for everyone. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 7, that God gives the gift of the single life to some and the gift of the married life to others. So where you are right now is God's place for you because God, not your marital status, defines your life as further explained in verse 17. I agree, because marriage entails a lot of hard work, so whether you are single or married, the important thing is obeying God's call for you and following His commandments. Now, let's go to the indicators of God's best for us. The first question that we should all be asking before we even consider marrying someone is this. Does my current relationship bring glory to God? Instead of compromising your walk with Jesus, this person should encourage you to grow more mature in Christ. They should have the same appetite for God as you, if not even more. Because remember, God's plan for you is always good, and He will never send someone to corrupt you. But how do I know if what we are doing is pleasing to God? Simple. Our activities while in the relationship should always be geared toward fulfilling the first and greatest commandment, which is loving the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and mind. And that includes staying away from sexual immorality, no matter how tempting it may be. Why? Because our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, whom we have received from God. We are no longer our own because Jesus bought us with a great price through his sacrifice. So it is only right that we honor God with our bodies, as written in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19-20. to 20. And may I add that it is better to avoid temptation than to resist it. So steer clear of situations where you will find yourselves alone. When going out, try to go out in groups and when you are in a house, don't isolate yourselves in a room. That way, you can eliminate opportunities for sin to enter your lives. Good point, Lexi. Now, let's go on to the second indicator of God's best for us. And this should answer the question, Does my relationship mold me to become more like Christ? A relationship can either make or break us. As God's beloved children, He will not send us someone who will tear us apart. Rather, He will give us a partner who will support us to become better versions of ourselves. As what Paul mentioned in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, in our relationship with one another, we should have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. This means that we should do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility, value the other person above ourselves. We should not only be looking to our own interest, but each of us to the interest of the other. Wow. Imagine a relationship wherein each person values the other more than themselves. 
there would be absolutely no room for arguments. But wait a minute, is that even possible? I know it seems impossible, but the relationship that was being described there was set as an example for us to imitate. As followers of Christ, we are also aware that all of us are still a work in progress. But what's reassuring is God's promise in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, that he who began a good work in us will carry it on to completion until the day of his return. Work in progress, I like that. With the ultimate goal of imitating Christ, we should continue to make every effort to become humble, gentle, and patient as we bear one another in love. Now let's proceed to the last indicator of God's best for us, and this one should answer the question, do we possess the qualities of a biblical husband and wife? The end point of a relationship between couples is marriage, so it is only proper that we endeavor to develop the qualities desired in a Christ-like man or woman. There are a lot of good qualities that are mentioned in the Bible, but the two most notable ones are the Proverbs 31 wife and the Ephesians 5 husband. Alright, I'll go read up on those things during my quiet time. Any other advice to our listeners who are still waiting for their God's best? My friends, don't be in a rush to find a partner. Learn from the life of Samson in Judges chapter 14 to 16. He disregarded his parents' advice, disobeyed God's commands, and insisted in his relationships by marrying a Philistine woman, sleeping with a prostitute, then falling in love again with another Philistine woman named Delilah. This ultimately led to his downfall. Instead, delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. If you have questions that you've been struggling to find answers to, send us a message and we'll let the Bible do the talking. See you all next Monday. God bless you. Bye.